Proverbs 13, verse 4. The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. When Solomon's talking about the soul of the sluggard, he's not talking about uh, Babe Ruth or, or Hank Aaron or Willie Mays, any of the baseball players who are famous for hitting home runs. No, a sluggard here is one who is compared to a slug or a snail, someone who is slow to act, a lazy person, uh, someone who takes little responsibility, is hardly accountable, accountable to anybody in life. Um, you know, my sister works with the homeless, and we've talked about this deep issue of the soul among many, though not all, of the homeless people that she deals with. A great number of homeless, it seems, have very little incentive uh, for really getting out of bed in the mornings or, or going to look for work. And, and that's the reason for some of them being homeless. Um, they have no desire to be in, involved in, in serving a community or being a constructive citizen. That's just missing from, from, their, from their mindset. There's, there, uh, if there's a flood or a tornado or wildfires that have hurt someone or their property, they rarely go and donate what they have to others. And namely, that is time. Many homeless people have a lot of time. And, but they don't want to give it away for others. And so, so there's something missing from their, um, many of their, um, uh, you know, their, their initiative in life. They rarely go help a friend build a fence or, or feed cows or shovel snow or anything else like that that, that might be beneficial to a friend or a neighbor. Um, now, speaking to believers who were able to work, in 1 Thessalonians 3.10 and 11, Paul says this, For even when we were with you, we would give you this command, If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. For we hear that some, some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. You know, Paul. one thing Paul didn't want is for uh, us as believers uh, toward other fellow believers and not to enable them to be sluggards with their life. And I think that our society has evolved into even elevating and praising this, this way of, of thinking um, about those who are uh, not willing to, to work. Um, or not do not have an initiative in life. I mean, we don't want to be judgmental. Uh, you know, for some, it starts, I think, early on. Uh, in our culture, many parents, I, it seems to me, are not discerning in how they discipline their children. So, for example, when they're annoyed with their children or bothered by their children, they might hit them or spank them or yell and curse at them. And at other times... They let them run wild, uh, loud, without any discipline at all. Now, that's, you know, they're not very consistent in their approach. And, and the reason seems to be that it's all about how they feel. 
And so uh, then as these children grow into adulthood, they wear this, this complex that they've been unfairly mistreated. And yes, they have been in a sense. Their parents did show them anger wrongly by being unkind to them. Uh, for being an irritation to their life instead of disciplining them for their own good out of love. And now since they're coming of age, uh, they rebel against many forms of structured order in society, preferring rather to be on their own, like when their parents let them run wild, rather than being disciplined. They had growing up was when they were a bother and it was not out of love for their own good but for someone else's good. So, so without this, this type of heart and, and for accountability and responsibility, um, even though they realize now as adults that they have to work to have a house over there, a roof over the head, when they come home, they, they switch right back into this mentality, this sluggard mentality, right? Um, so, hey, you know, look, if we listen to our body when it says to stay in bed or stay on the couch or, or keep binging or uh, watch another episode, keep eating, keep charging up your credit cards on the Home Shopping Network, if we listen to our body <laughs> and the lust of the flesh, you know, it, we're, we're eventually, we're not going to be satisfied because we're not going to fulfill the purpose God has has for us our, our, in life. Our life is going to show like an open book that we're not motivated by God's Spirit. We're in the flesh and we don't have hope. We've never been satisfied. We're, keep, we're still looking. We need hope. We need a reason, reason to get out of bed in the morning, a reason to look forward to life, a reason to love our neighbor, enjoy, a reason to love our family as we ought to. And that hope is in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word, Lord. And, um, and Lord, help us not to, to succumb to our flesh, Lord, and the desires of the flesh, but to, to have faith, to get up, and to take up our cross daily and to follow you. You said, if any man would come after me, to take up his cross daily and to follow you, to deny himself daily and take up his cross and follow you. Lord, help us to, to enjoy life and to walk in that faith, um, faith in, in Jesus Christ, Lord, the one who was paid the wages of our sin, who rose from the grave to give us this power uh, to love our neighbor as ourself and to be a responsible citizen and to find purpose, the purpose that you have for our life, Lord. Help us to share that great purpose with others, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name.